0: Here's your real estate insider, Dr. Chuck Fury. Hello, folks.
1: Dr. Chuck here, your real estate insider. Great to be back with you once again this week. Hope your week is going well and you're going to enjoy your weekend. Real estate is a most fascinating commodity, it's probably sexier than stocks, more useful than gold. And often creates more emotion than Hollywood. I've been in the real estate business for over 25 years, and my mission with this show is to bring you unique insider strategies gleaned from my 25 years of experience. On a soldier on the front lines. Speaking of the front lines, Mike, we have Mike Staten here today. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Chuck? Great, Mike. Uh, Mike is an important member of our Stanford Property Brain Trust. He helps us troubleshoot problems and challenges that people bring to us and helps us implement uh, solutions. So uh, what's new in your life, Mike? Uh, things are going great, actually. I've got uh,
2: I just... Uh uh, countdown to the wedding, and yeah, it's uh, thought, coming up soon.
1: Thought you might mention that. <laughs> yeah, that's a big event. We all know that tra- uh, real estate uh, is always um, is always present at transitional times in our lives. Oh yeah, it definitely yeah. is. Birth, death, but more important in fun things like marriage. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So of course we've got uh, yeah housing as a, a big topic here, but uh, yeah, currently we're we're talking about other things. You know, details and oh yeah, things hey. Like that.
1: There's so much to think about when you plan for a wedding. It sure is, and uh, and it's kind of like when you're a grandparent and you just get to go and babysit your uh, grandkids. You Ooh. know, you don't you don't have to to um, be with them. You know, twenty four seven for uh, twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, so many grandparents tell me it's just so much fun to be a grandparent, and I feel the same way about weddings. You know, huh. I get to go to the wedding and drink champagne <laughs> and celebrate and have great oh, food. Yeah. And I know what I know from my own experience. What you're going through,
2: yeah, yeah. You're telling me. I, yeah. I've been to many weddings, and um, yeah. you know, now I, I really have a different appreciation for what it takes to put all that together. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. But it's it's a great time. It's definitely a great time.
2: It is, yeah. And uh, looking forward to it, and it'll it'll be coming up here soon. But yeah. uh, in the meantime, you know, we have a lot of other things. That we're working on, and we want to invite the listeners to give us a call here at 888-NO-TAXES. And let us know what you're thinking. If you have any questions or any situations that we can help you out with or that you just like us to talk about on the air, give us a call. Again, 888-NO-TAXES, and we'll talk about them.
1: Terrific. Yeah, and we invite everybody to give a call. Uh, let us know how you're doing and how we can better assist you with our uh, discourse here on the radio. We love talking about challenges we love solving challenges and uh, shedding some light on um, real estate in general and the uh, wonderful positive um, advantages that real estate can bring to your lives. Mike, I was looking at the comics the other day and I saw one where um, uh, an agent, I guess, was uh, showing uh, a client a property and apparently they went down to the basement. The basement was flooding uh, pretty seriously and uh, I guess the agent uh, or the um, or the owner actually was talking to the agent and said, no, 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 no. This is not a problem. You can list this as an indoor pool.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that gets into some snarly uh, disclosure uh, issues, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, of course, if you have a pool, there's some other issues that you have to deal with, but I don't think they chlorinated that one. <laughs> <laughs> I see.
1: The other one I saw was... Uh, I, I don't know if this was an agent or who uh, came up with this slogan, but it is, I put the hot in psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. Wow. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a selling point right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Mike, I was thinking, why don't we talk about some trends that are happening or starting to shape up in real estate right now?
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um,
1: I know we were looking at the Case-Shiller Index recently. I'd like to tell our audience about what that is. Uh, I think it's an important index for them to pay attention to. And um, Mike, you did a little research on yeah. that as well. Uh, you want to tell us what it is?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a index that uh, looks at the U.S. housing market, and they have twenty different metro areas they look at, and a, as well as a national. Index and uh, a couple other indexes, but it looks at uh, housing prices and changes from year to year. They've been looking at um, housing data continuously since 1980, and they have data going back to 1890. Wow! When, um, and Case and Schiller you know, put this all together initially. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. um, it's really interesting um, uh, in the data that we have now that we're looking at. Shows uh, quite a market increase in the San Francisco Bay area over the national average,, yeah. which is uh, a major concern for people that are looking to buy in this area, yep. but uh, it's, a, it's an opportunity for, mm-hmm. for sellers yeah. and property owners if uh, they're in the right situation.
1: Yeah, that's right. I have seen three um, recessions, uh, major recessions in my uh, career. The last, of course, being the most largest and uh, most largest, excuse me, the largest (laughs) and the most extreme is what I wanted to say. And um, I hope we don't see another one like that for a long time. Oh, yeah. But um, they come quickly. And um, so Case Schiller would suggest at what is it, 217, 218 for San Francisco? Yeah, it's 218 right now, just a little bit over that. And
2: the national average is 175 with 100 being the... Uh, average home price in January of 2000. So mm-hmm. we, we've gotten quite a bit over that um, mm-hmm. starting point.
1: Yeah, yeah, we certainly have. Um, and uh, we may be overinflated. Uh, the stock market, they always talk about having um, moments of correction or pauses before you continue upward. Uh, we may be starting to experience that right now, or we may be starting to experience some um, some difficulty uh, in sustaining this kind of appreciating uh, growth that we've seen uh it, it remains to be seen in hindsight is always 2020 but it's sure. nice to be able to 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 take um a look at your portfolio take a look at what if anything you want to do with your real estate in the next five to seven years and possibly think about um taking some action uh now um Rothschild who was a um a billionaire in his day um said uh, when he was asked, how did you do so well in the stock market and with all your investments? And he replied, I always guessed wrong. Hmm. And they said, well, what do you mean by that? And he says, well, I never was able to pick the top or the bottom of any market. But what he did do is he analyzed the market very well and went with his instincts and took a position. You know, Who cares if it was 10% before the top of the market, or 10% after the bottom of the market as it started to rise. He made those great decisions. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what's really key here is not knowing or predicting exactly when something's going to happen, but taking a look at all the clues and trying to make a informed decision about what you want to do with your own portfolio given what you're perceiving in the marketplace.
2: Right. Yeah, I know everybody really wants to maximize their their earnings. And, yeah. of course, if you can get – Um, you know, the most out of the market, that's, that's excellent. But uh, realistically, if you're looking at the, the long haul,
1: then um, if you can get out 10% before the top, then you're going to be good. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, you are going to be good. Now with real estate, that presents some problems, some questions for the moment. Let's suggest that we are close to a top in this market. Um, How precipitous will the drop be? Is anyone's guess? It will depend probably on a number of factors, interest rates, uh, the world economy, and some other, some other factors. Um, but let's for a moment uh, assume that scenario, and we can assume the opposite scenario in a moment. But it, let's assume that scenario, that it is going to drop, that we are going to have problems. Um, if you're an investment property, that will mean most likely that jobs will disappear, uh, rents will go down hard to believe that in, uh, the, in the heat of the moment right now in this economy, um, but it, it does happen and I've seen it three times and it happens quickly. Um, so if uh, income goes down in your real estate and um, or you're forced to sell for some particular reason quickly because uh, you may have a, a, a mortgage that's at 80% now or 70% now and when those values drop to below your mortgage, you may be very uncomfortable with that and want to sell your property. Um, then you are looking at some other issues potentially depending on what your basis is on a property and whether you've exchanged into that property previously and have a low basis. Um, That basis may dictate that you're going to have a lot of taxes when you sell too. So what we want to Mm -hmm. do in today's program is we want to take that as a vantage point for a moment and just suggest that if this market is going to fail or if it is going to – Experience some uh, downturn, um, what are some of defensive postures we can take? How can we protect our assets in that kind of an environment? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Protecting your real estate is definitely a, a smart move and yeah. something that we help clients with all the
1: time, of course, and yeah. making a good strategy in order to do that. Exactly. Well, great. So in the second half of our program, Mike, why don't we talk in detail about some of these strategies? And as maybe our insider question um, before we take our break, We could pose that uh, that question and say, for example, um, if I have real estate right now that has appreciated significantly, and I'm happy with it, and I have good income on it, how can I how can I protect that real estate from a deflationary cycle, or a precipitous drop in its value, a precipitous drop in its income, um, or even um, the possible necessity of having to sell that property quickly and suffering pretty extensive capital gains tax.
2: Yeah, I think that's a question a lot of our listeners would like to know the answer to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that we help uh, a lot of our clients with.
1: Absolutely. So I think at after the break, um, let's chat about that and answer that question for folks. And in the meantime, if they want to talk with us anytime during the week, 24-7, they can call what number, Mike? Yeah, it's 888-NO-TAXES. Go ahead, give us a ring, or you can
2: send an email to doctorchuck at gmail.com, H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com.
1: Terrific. Well, great. We'll be back, folks, uh, in just a few
0: short minutes. Uh, in the meantime, let's take five. For questions or comments about today's topic, send email to hi Dr. chuck at gmail.com. That's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. Now, back to your Real Estate Insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. Welcome back, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your Real Estate Insider.
1: I'm here with Mike Staten, and thanks for listening, and thanks for staying with us. If you're just joining us, we have been discussing some negativity in the real estate market, a uh, possible uh, deflationary cycle we could see as we did a few years ago. Uh, and if we do, we'd like to know this time around, uh, what lessons have we learned from the past? What lessons have we learned from history? And how can we protect ourselves and our investments this time around? So Mike, what, uh, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, we have um, uh, solutions that we recommend to our clients and mm-hmm. ways that they can protect their real estate assets. Obviously, if uh, you're anticipating a, a downturn, you don't want to lose the, the money that you've built up in your equity. Yeah. Um, there's one way that you can do that if you make an exchange of your property. Mm-hmm. You can um, not pay money in capital gains taxes. And yes. there you, uh, all of a sudden, you have a lot of extra money that you wouldn't have had if you just sold the property
1: exactly. to invest. Exactly, yeah, we have seven basic ways to avoid paying capital gains tax in your sale of real estate in fact we 're writing a book on that mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and that 's really critical information to understand because if you can save twenty twenty five thirty percent of your investment and reinvest those um, proceeds, then at that point you really have a fabulous investment compounding that thirty percent you know recently what uh, our friend Bob uh, saved eight hundred thousand dollars in taxes. Yeah, now he gets over fifty thousand dollars of income every single year from that eighty thousand. Excuse me, eight hundred thousand. He would have paid the IRS right, and just that
2: part of the savings. I mean, That's he's right. still making more money on the rest of the investment. That's right, but just on the money that he would have given to the government, which he would have made zero dollars uh, exactly a year on. Now he's making uh, fifty thousand just from that.
1: Exactly, he can send his kids to um, to college on that. Mm-hmm. Um, he has one boy that still needs to go to college. He can send that boy to college on that, and he would not have been able to do that otherwise with that money. Um, so it's very important for us to th- save on taxes, that's for sure, um, preserve our income, or possibly increase it, and then um, manage very carefully um, the expenditures in real estate uh, in a downturn. Uh, you don't want to have to replace a roof if you, if you don't have to. Um, these are high, intensive, uh, large capital expenditures, and typically in a recession, you don't have the money to spend, mm-hmm. or you certainly don't want to spend it you yeah. want to preserve um, preserve your capital so um, what we've done in many instances is diverted uh, folks exchanged them into property where you don't have to pay property taxes you don't have to pay maintenance you don't even have to pay insurance on the on the uh, property. Mm -hmm. And you own it a 100% yourself. It's not a partnership where you're reliant on some general partner to make good decisions for you. You own it yourself. So you have the flexibility at any moment in time to make a different decision and change your investment in the future if you so chose. Um, And these
2: investments actually are um, structured so that you can receive a solid income. And depending on the investment, you can also receive increasing income. Exactly. And there's um, uh, rent increases built in, so yeah. you're already beating inflation right from there. Yep. You're already um, um, protecting yourself from a recession if you anticipate a downturn. Or downturn comes, you have an
1: uh, income strategy that's already built in to increase counter to what the market's doing. That's right. And I would invite our listeners to call at any time and talk more specifically about these investments. Uh, one such investment is a triple net lease. That is a property you buy, you own 100% of, but you um, have as a tenant, an investment-grade tenant who's going to sign, in this case, it's already signed in turnkey when we put a a person into these investments. But they're investment-grade tenants, which means their uh, credit history is very high, Uh, the the uh, likelihood of any issue with rental payment is very low. They are corporate guaranteed. So even if one of their stores uh, is not doing well, doesn't matter. They make payments on all their stores. And the leases are very long-term. Mm-hmm. So uh, typically a recession will last anywhere from four years to seven years um, max. Uh, that's been historical. Uh, And when you have a 20-year lease that's corporate guaranteed, um, you can withstand that recession very well. You're not going to pay property taxes. You're going to be able to get into that investment from your uh, current investment without paying capital gains tax. Um, Now... um, Executing a ten thirty one exchange and making the numbers work and make sure that you have an uh, an excellent loan. I think the last loan we put on was 4.5% on yeah, one of four and a half percent. Yeah, four point five eight. Uh, yeah. uh, one of these triple uh, net investments. It's, yeah, you know a, a great um, great financing deal. Yeah, it was a non recourse. Of course, there was no personal guarantee involved at all. So um, yeah, um, and that by the way is much better than most houses right now. Anybody that's refinancing California, guess what? You have a personal guarantee on that loan. You may not know it, but by statute, you do. There is um, no deficiency judgment on a purchase money mortgage, but there is a deficiency judgment the lender can go after you for on any refinance in California. So I don't say that to scare you. I just want to alert all all my listeners that um, we like to look behind the curtain a little bit and make sure that we understand all the risks and all the rewards of any investment so that we can tailor and strategize and design an investment for you that has all the, uh, has the least amount of risks and all the benefits possible. And in this kind of investment we're talking about, the loan is very critical to know that you don't have a personal guarantee on that loan, that in fact, the tenant is going to pay that loan for you. And let's see, Bob, after 10 years, is just going to pay down his loan $800,000. Yeah. He will he will increase his net worth along with I think tripling his income, but increasing his net worth by um, some magnificent amount eight hundred thousand over the next uh, right. 10 That's years. Is his is that equity right,
2: buildup that right. he's going to receive from the principal paydowns on the mortgage. And you're absolutely right. The advantages of having a non recourse loan are, are huge. It's mm-hmm. uh, a good way to secure your future. It's a nice. It's essentially a passive investment. Uh, there's, right. there's no management required. Yeah, um, right. Walgreens doesn't really need you babysitting them or fixing that's their right. toilets or anything like that. It, they're, yeah, they're, right. they're big boys. They can handle it. And exactly. this is a, a solid investment for somebody that really wants to build a legacy that um, they can rely on to provide income for them and their family.
1: And- they
2: can deal with
1: whenever they need to. That's right. And one of the reasons I went ahead and got a um, wealth management advisor designation um, is to assist people in real estate, but understand uh, the numbers, the dollars and cents that um, that uh, is part of any great investment and to be able to analyze various categories and subcategories of investments and make sure that we're doing the right thing for people. Um, and ultimately, um, this... Um, investment we're talking about right now is not the only game in town. There are several other strategies that can be used if someone is not comfortable with this. But we like it a lot because it um, maximizes the benefits and the income. It creates a long-term income, you know, anywhere from fifteen to twenty-five years, and options to extend that. So it's a great estate planning tool for someone. Um, when they pass away and own this investment, they get a step-up in basis, which means their kids will will uh, benefit um, from this investment in terms of the income. Um, but another thing, and then uh, they can choose to sell it or keep it at that point in time. Another thing uh, that we like to do is design these um, investments with real estate so that your lifestyle increases and, um, and improves, and then also your estate plan is um, airtight. And we've had uh, doctors approach us and other high income earners who say, hey, I make four or $500,000 a year. Um, I don't want income. I don't wanna pay more a tax on an income. Do you have an investment that, that will mature in 20 years? And through clever financing that we can put on these investments, um, we can create a situation whereby all uh, the, the income is neutralized for a, f- a certain number of years and then at the end of that investment, they have a huge windfall for their um, for themselves when they retire to replace their income, and then when they pass away, their kids have this magnificent income, three, four $400,000 a year on a property like that, which they've gotten into by paying no capital gains tax, and mm-hmm. then they will pay, because of Section 1014, they'll pay no capital gains tax later on when they pass away, and their kids will inherit it. So- It's a really wonderful estate planning tool, which um, which most people don't talk about in real estate. But we like to think think through the whole picture.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's really a great system. It's um, it's set up so that way people don't have to worry about the major issues with that kind of a, a property. If you have a residential property, there's a lot more involved with it. With these types of investments, you can you can get into them. You can make sure that they're running smoothly. Your family doesn't need to to worry about uh, any kind of management headaches. And like you said, there's not the personal liability on the loan. Um, and the yeah, way that you have it structured, right. if you are a high income earner, it's going to pay itself off in a certain period of time. And when that's done, you're going to have great income afterwards, but you have major uh, deductions that entire time. So you're, you're right. making a great amount of interest deductions on that money yep. that um, that's being neutralized. So mm-hmm. it's a really solid investment and uh, it can be structured for just about anybody's uh, income or
1: tax situation. Yep. And what's the number they should call if they want to get further information about that,
2: Mike? 888-NO-TAXES, and we're able to help. Just give us a ring, 888-NO-TAXES. And
1: 888-N-O-T-A-X-E-S.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I hate it when, taxes
1: I hate it when I have to look at the phone and go, okay, now what is T? What, what number is T? What <laughs> number is A? Sorry about that, folks. But we just figured it's an easy way to, to remember it and, uh, and just take your time on the, on the call. Um, but, Mike, we've been talking about something that's um, probably very important to our listeners, but not as important as what kind of champagne are you serving at the wedding? <laughs> Let's get to the nitty-gritty here.
2: Uh, lots of it. How about that?
1: <laughs> hey, uh, quantity over quality any day. That sounds really great, Mike. Well, terrific. Uh, we'll pick it up again next week. I think mm. we had a very nice discussion about uh, creating some, um, some advantages, even in uh, the midst of... Um, a downturn. Yeah. And let's hope that doesn't happen. But if it does, we have lots of clients that'll be very happy and sitting pretty when it happens. And we'd love to talk to the, uh, any of our listeners about that as well. Thank you, Mike, for joining us. Thank and, you. And uh, good luck with your selection on champagne and cake. <laughs> and if I can help at all, let me know. I'm sure you will. Uh, and Mike, our engineer, thank you. You did a wonderful job. And we'll see you all next time. Have a great week and think real estate.
0: Bye for now. This has been your Real Estate Insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. It's his mission each week to make real estate easy, lucrative, and fun. If you have a specific real estate challenge or story you'd like to share with Chuck, just send an email to hi Dr. chuck at gmail.com. Again, that's h-i-d-r-chuck at gmail.com. Or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. That's 1-888-NO-TAXES.